Sword Effect Podcast. I'm Brick Thompson. I'm Caleb Oaks. How's it going, Caleb? Pretty good. So uh, today we're going to be talking about a topic we covered a few weeks ago, maybe a month and a half ago, a little bit um, on sort of the uh, why you would use a data lake and a data warehouse. And I thought it might be useful for our listeners to talk just more generally about what is the difference between a data lake and a data warehouse, and where do you use each one? Um, so that's our topic for today. Yeah, I think this will be interesting. You know, and back like five years ago or something was when data lakes really started to come on the scene, started to become pretty popular. Yeah. And I had that question. I was like, why would I do this? Like, why use this data lake thing instead of just sticking this data in a database? I don't understand. So, you know, recently we found, we think we found like, this is it. This is, this is the reason why you'd use a data lake. Um, and now I think what, how we're viewing these two things is this really nice, clear separation of, of function between yeah. what the data lake's purpose is and what the data warehouse's purpose is. And I think it's important for people to understand that, so that if you conflate those two, you could you could set yourself up for some trouble. Right. Each one is good at a different thing. Right. Um, and I would say most midsize or larger businesses should consider having both these days. Sort of depends on what they're doing. Um, Maybe we can talk about that first uh, and then go back to specifics. Sure. Okay. So so what are the use cases? What you know, what, what's the data data warehouse used for? Um, just high level versus the data lake. And how would you benefit from running both? Yeah. Maybe what might be helpful is is just a theoretical example. So if I was just running a company you can think of it like our company, Blue sure. Margin, right? Okay. We have, we don't have tons of data. We have a few data sources. You know, it's important data, um, but we don't. You know, they're known sources. We know what they are. We know what's in them. We know what they're used for. Uh, we know how to get the data out of them that we need to. Uh, it's it's all just known, and we're not we're not going to go acquire five companies tomorrow. So we have no use for a data lake. We, we don't we don't need to just dump our data somewhere. Right. We'll, all we need to do, we know what reports we need to run. We know what data we need. We'll just pull that into a database, right? Yeah. Into our data warehouse. So there's there's no reason that you need a, a data lake for that, right? Our business, from a data source perspective, is pretty stable. We know the data sources. There aren't that many. It's not huge data. Mm-hmm. So a traditional data warehouse serves us well. Exactly, right. Now, let's say that you are running an e-commerce website and you have tons and tons of log data from your from your website. You don't really know what you're going to use that for yet, but you know you probably should keep it. Perfect use case for a data lake. Or maybe maybe you are doing a bunch of acquisitions and you don't have a plan for using that data right away, but you do need it um, as you as you pull companies onto your main ERP or maybe you leave them there, right? But you don't really know what's in that in those data sources and you don't have the time to quite figure it out yet. Pull that stuff into a data lake, make it easy into one spot. Um, that you can use that data down the road. Yeah. Maybe you've got unstructured data or semi-unstructured, semi-structured. Maybe you've got a lot of streaming data. You think it's going to be useful, but you're not sure what to do with it yet. That's a perfect place to put uh, data. Data Lake's a perfect place to put that kind of data so that you can start doing um, 
experiments and analysis and figure out how you might use that data. And at some point, it might make sense to put that into the data warehouse. We'll talk about why. Um, or it might make sense to leave it there, apply a schema on top of that data lake and just report on it from there. Right. Right. Yeah. And as we're talking, it really does seem like it all comes down to if you know what you're going to do with the data, you don't need a data lake. More than likely. There's yeah. some nuance too, which I think we'll get into. Yeah. But if you have, you know the purpose for it and you know the data, you don't need a data lake. Yeah. Well, let's let's just talk about sort of, a, we'll keep this sort of conceptual level, but a little bit of technical. Um, what's the difference between a data warehouse and a data lake? Yeah. So your data warehouse is going to be built on like a relational database, right? You're going to have facts. You're going to have dimensions. It's a denormalized, which means combining tables, getting it into a format that a reporting tool like Power BI can easily consume and build some good reports off of. Exactly. And then a data lake is more like, uh, I think you gave a great example in the other podcast we touched on where you can almost think of it like uh, Windows Explorer on your computer. You can have file folders and put anything you want to in them. Um, you probably want to have more of a plan than that <laughs> right. in your data lake, but you can literally put whatever kind of digital data you want into a data lake and then figure out how you're going to use it later. Right, right. I'm glad you brought that example up again. I, I was making me remember when I was uh, when I was an analyst, I. I used to do that. I used to build a data lake on my own computer, right? And it was laid out a lot like how we build data lakes now where you've got like, here's your topic area, inventory or whatever. And then you go in and there's a bunch of folders with dates on them. And then it's got like the version of data for that date, right? That I might have to go back and look at. That's exactly what a data lake is. Like almost to a T. There's some new, there's some, you can get more complicated than that, but most of them that you run into are going to be structured very similar wow. to that. Young Caleb was a genius. Fox, I was ahead of my time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. Um, so Data Lake is different in that it's unstructured. It's not normalized or denormalized. I mean, you can put schemas on top of it. Um, it can take any kind of data. Um, one of those things is data storage is generally less expensive in a data lake. You've got blob storage. It depends. Uh, it may not matter unless you have massive amounts of data. I also think another differentiator is the data warehouse, I think, tends to be used more by the general business user and, and business analyst, um, and a data lake more by data scientists and specialized analysts who are trying to tease information out of this unstructured data or maybe trying to figure out how to get that data into the data warehouse so the business, more business-oriented folks can use it. Yeah, I think that's a good way to think of it. The data warehouse is is trying to simplify the data to make it easy to consume. Right. Right. For the business to consume and data lakes just just raw stuff. Yeah. You gotta be yeah. willing to uh, adventure into the jungle a little bit. Exactly. All right. So advantages of the data warehouse we sort of covered. Um it's really good for getting to answers sort of for predictable known areas. I mean, it's been built to support certain types of reporting, generally for business users, um, maybe for all the business users in a company, that type of thing. Um, you don't have to do data prep when you want to report on it. A lot of times it'll have a data cube attached to it that already has measures and KPIs, so you've got good governance, making sure people are all 
you know, for example, saying re- when they say revenue, it's the same thing. It uses the same measure every time, that type of thing. Um, it's just good for governance in general because you're doing a lot of processing on the way in in your ETLs. So you're making sure the data is clean, which tends to make it uh, more consistent, more trustworthy. Um, you know, the big downfall of BI systems generally is just user adoption, and, and adoption takes a hit whenever there's a trustworthiness question. Um, and so it's, it really becomes sort of the single source of truth for a company. Those are the advantages I see. Yeah. I always think of the data warehouse as kind of, it can serve other purposes, but is really its main job is to support the key pillar type reports yeah. for the business, right? The, like the metrics that you, that you just need to run your business. The foundational stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And there, there might be other tangential things, like you can do some data ex- exploration and stuff to some extent there too, but you know that I would see that as the main main purpose. Okay, and so then the main advantages of the data lake is your I think is you're not quite so constrained, um, super flexible. You don't have to process data a bunch before putting it in there. You can just stuff it in there. It's highly accessible, so people who have access to it can just get in there and start doing their exploration. Um, it's fast to update. You don't have to run a big ETL. In fact, you can just have data streaming into it. You're not doing any processing on it at all. Um, it's great for storing massive amounts of data, although you can do that in a traditional data warehouse, too. Um, it's easy to add new data sources to to it. You just add it. Whereas with your traditional data warehouse, you're going to have to really think about how do we process the data and transform it so it conforms to the data model we've got and support that same pillar. I like that term, the pillar reporting for the business. Um, a data lake, too, uh, you can put a schema on top of it if you have good metadata on the data uh, in the data lake itself. And there's various tools to help with that. And actually, it's kind of nice because you can play with sort of imposing different schemas on the data lake and seeing how those get you the results you want or not. And then maybe have that guide how you might put that data into the data warehouse or not. Maybe in a certain certain use cases, you don't want to at all. Um I don't know. Anything else? I think you covered a lot of it. I think most of, you know, what makes the data like easy to write stuff to and that type of thing is that it is. I mean, it's not meant for that business user, right? Yeah. You're not, you're not trying to make it easy to consume. So, um, you do what you can in terms of putting it into folders and stuff like my earlier example where you might have a date and you're in a topic area. Um, and then you might name the files a certain way so you know what it is, but, um, you're not going to say, I want to make sure I don't have any duplication from this file versus every other file in here, which is right. what you would do in a data warehouse, For right? Sure. You, yeah. you don't want that duplication. So um, it makes it harder to, to deal with, but that's why you need to separate those two things out, right? If you're going to send business users to your data lake, good luck, you know? Right. They're going to struggle with it. They're going to have a much harder time getting on the same page with each other. Right. Now, a data scientist, on the other hand, wants to be able to get at that raw data. They don't want it to be processed. If there's duplications, they want to maybe discover that themselves. Maybe right. there's some information hidden in that fact that there's duplication, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing. Yeah, exactly. All right. Disadvantages. What are the big disadvantages of a data warehouse? I mean, some of them are sort of the opposites of what we just talked about. but Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it can it can take a little while to um, to get things in there to where you're happy with them, because, um, again, 
your end user audience is you're going to be building these really pillar key reports. Yeah. Um, and you're also you know, building it for less technical people, right, to be able to consume some of these tables. So um, it can take a little bit longer to get to where you've got data and you're, you're seeing numbers. Ultimately, though, I think with any data work, you're you're building this data to be consumed, right? Yeah. Data lake is where it gets a little bit gray because you're kind of building the data just to have it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, that uh, big one of the disadvantages of of a data warehouse, if when you're comparing it to a lake, is is that just the complexity of preparing data so that business users and business analysts can have easy access. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Okay, data lake disadvantages. I mean, again, sort of the opposite of the things we've been talking about. Not that tightly governed, may not be very well organized, could have uh, bad data, garbagey data in it. Um, so it's going to take a lot more skillful analysts to wade through that um, and make sure that they're getting good insights out of it. Um, it might be hard to decipher the data depending on the form it's in. Um, if you're just dumping tables into it from another database, you're going to have to figure out those relationships, and there's still a lot of work to do there. Um, and definitely, as you just said, difficult to navigate for business users. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you're just going to be dumping data into it. Yeah. You know, one of one of the tough scenarios, and there's technologies out there that handle this, um, but let's say that you're um, only pulling, you know, changed in new records each day, you know, it's actually going to be hard to get a comprehensive look at the data if you're just if you're just looking at the data lake, right? Because each file is going to be its own day, and there is going to be duplication based on sure. changes. So you yeah. need to then you need to pull the most recent record based on some sort of key, right? So it it can get really complicated um, depending on how you set your data lake up, right? Um, but with that said, it's so much easier and cheaper to just store raw history of data. If you yeah. need to do some sort of auditing or something, um, data lakes are going to be much better for that. So you can see what changed and when. Uh, data warehouse, don't do that in your data warehouse. It's going to cost you a ton of money. <laughs> um, and, you know, unless you need to do that on a regular basis for some reason. But, yeah. And it's a pillar report. Okay. Yeah, right. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so jumping into what they're used for again, data warehouse, sort of general pillar reporting, business use, known data sources, known types of reports, um, data that you want to be carefully curated, that type of thing. Um, and then the data lake is a place where Maybe you're storing data, you don't know when you're going to use it. Or maybe you've got a use case like, hey, we want to reduce the size of our data warehouse. How are we going to archive it? Put it, put the archive in the data lake. Um, maybe you just need to do some ad hoc exploration of a new data source. Or as we talked about in our podcast a few weeks ago, maybe you've acquired a company. They've got some uh, systems, some transactional systems that you, you haven't dealt with yet. You, you don't have ETLs for them, but you still want to get to that data so your analysts can start looking at it. It's not perfectly curated. It's not perfectly clean, but you can start learning stuff and actually figuring out, all right, do we maybe even want to pull some of this data into the data warehouse, or do we want to just live on this now until we integrate that, that acquired company into our, you know, our, our base systems, those types of things? Yeah, it'll help you make those decisions, right? If you if you can say this is going to take way more effort and it's actually not worth doing that, so let's not do it. Yeah, but that that's kind of that's a huge benefit to yeah. having that data available. 
Yeah. I also think they're, you know, for data scientists out there, as I read articles about, I'm not a data scientist, but I read articles about what they're doing. They seem to like to have those masses of raw data to feed into their machine learning models. Um, and so I think a data lake serves that well. Certainly, you can feed data out of the data warehouse into that as well, but they may miss insights because it's been so curated and so cleaned. Sure. Right. Exactly. All right. Mm -hmm. Any final comments on this topic? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I guess the only thing is that it, it did to boil it down, you know, the data lake is raw data that you may not know what to do with. Right. Data warehouses, this is purpose-built data. Yeah. This is going to feed these things in our business. And it does seem like most mid-size or larger businesses would have use cases for a data lake, almost always. Mm -hmm. Like if you've got some old system that you're retiring, how are you going to archive that data so right. that it's accessible? I can, I can think of years ago, you know, eight or ten years ago or eight or nine years ago, when we were doing a new data warehouse for a company, and they had a bunch of old data from an old ERP system sitting on hard drives on shelves, um, and it was a pain to deal with that because you got to get the software running and and uh, to be able to extract that data. And if you had it in a data lake already, it would be much easier. Yeah, we still see that. Yeah, where where they'll have some old sunsetted system, and it's like it's a huge pain to get to the data anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Well, good discussion. Thanks. Good.